0: Hey, Philip, what's going on? Hey, Brian, good to see you, man. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't know I had to knock. Fair enough. So, what are we doing this week? The same thing we do every week our podcast. Ooh, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock, the show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey.
1: What's going on? What's going on, everyone? Philip, how are you, my man? Hey, Brian. I'm great, man. I'm doing great as well. Thank you for asking. Even though you didn't, I knew you were thinking
0: it. I was thinking (laughs) it. You read my mind. But I am glad to hear that you're doing well.
1: I am doing well. I'm always doing well when I come over. Uh, Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the podcast where neighbors such as ourselves drop by for a little good banter, some good times. We are just out to expand the neighborhood, always with a sense of humor. And you are here because you need that. You need that humor. You need that camaraderie. You guys are here just to join us. Break bread. Open that bottle or whatever you're drinking and sit down and let, let's have a little bit of fun.
0: Well, that's true. And I need just about everything that you just listed. That was a wonderful little uh, <laughs> like grocery that? checklist of, of all the things to enjoy in life. And I, I think we almost need
1: knock. to do that, too. It's like, okay. Check, check, check. Okay, good. Good friends, check. Good actor. Yeah, check. <laughs> we got great it every guest. time. guests, check. That's right. So, you guys, make sure you download our uh, previous episodes if you haven't heard the show before. We have had some great, um, not just great, amazing guests on the show. We have more amazing guests that are coming this season, so you're not going to want to miss those. And to not miss an episode, you need to subscribe, like, and... Follow, comment, all of the above to never miss an episode because we drop one every Friday.
0: It's true, we do. And you are tuning in to our third season, which we got off with a bang uh, with my cousin Metro, who is a commander in the United States Navy. That was a great episode. So fighter pilot,
1: man. Fighter pilot. I wanted to go and put on Top Gun after. <laughs> after I did that too. Interview. And y'all
0: should go back and listen to it if you haven't had a chance to catch it. You can even consider season three the evolution of Phil's voice because. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I had very little voice last episode. I think about about half of it back now. What do you think? About half of your voice? You're,
1: you're you're getting there. You're getting there. But you know, such as life, we we have hills. Peaks and valleys. We do, especially
0: for old, man like, old men like me, you know. my. I,
1: you wanted to say old men like us, didn't you? I did. You, I were, you were you were so close. I you held were so back. close. And we're not that far apart, but I appreciate you holding you back. You see,
0: I did you the honor. Until you've had laryngitis for an entire week like I have, <laughs> you can consider yourself young. When you get laryngitis for a whole week, you are officially an old man.
1: Well, we are, that Philip's right. We are in three-peat mode. That's right. Season three. Boom. Boom and boom. That's right. I had to make sure I had three of them. We are in our third season where we can't be more excited. You know, today we're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on coming up, you know, hurricane seasons around the corner. Also, we have some exciting news. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you need to go follow us on Instagram and all of social media and leave some comments and have some fun with us. But we are going to talk about the podcast movement convention that's coming up in Nashville in August, and then we have some news. If you haven't been following us, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And also, we're going to get into a little bit of some movie action, because we've talked about movies before, but I feel like it's really the return right now, this summer. This is the summer of the return of movies, but the streaming wars are, are getting crazy.
0: Yeah, it's true. And here we are, we're about halfway through summer of 2021, which is kind of wild. Everything's just sort of flying by now so life must be returning back to normal or at least it seems like that yeah it sure does things seem like they're moving they're hustling you know you mentioned uh coming hurricane season and all that (laughs) hopefully we don't have too many of those of those storms to deal with down here in the gulf
1: well you know let's we'll jump right into it it does feel very weird to start with things about hurricanes, right? Because it's like, oh, how are you? Well, the weather's nice, you know. <laughs> it's very just...
0: Well, that's because in 2020, if a hurricane came rocketing into the Gulf, I'd be like, of course it's coming. <laughs> it's 2020. One more thing for 2020. <laughs> dumpster fire of a year, you know, blah, blah, blah. What
1: was it? Uh, there was the, the comedian, uh, uh, Tom, um, Tom Papa, when he was talking about how great the we've made it to the 20s and it's got to be great. And this, of course, was before the pandemic. And he, <laughs> and he had this. It was this interview he did on Conan, and he was just talking about how wonderful the 20s are going to be. It's like yes yeah, the 20s. It's got to be great. Like you think back to the like 1920s, right? The the Roaring 20s. But at the same time, as great as that time period might seem, or I guess maybe we romanticize about it, you know, with the bootlegging and the the Roaring 20s and the fun things. There's a lot of hardships that happened during the 20s. Well, of course there were. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's I mean,
0: romanticize of organized crime yeah. running the entire country.
1: Would you have been in an organized? Would you have joined up with an organized crime group? Well, yes. Only way to get decent
0: booze. Of course <laughs> I would have.
1: I, I don't feel like that would have been the only way. I it may have been the best way.
0: Well, it's of that are a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. And I, I choices. definitely,
1: I definitely would have had to have joined
0: up to for survival. Yeah, I've read The Great Gatsby. Damn it. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Hmm. The Great Re- Really? <laughs> I remember the term flapper from middle school. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I I remember when I read the Great Gatsby. Uh, the Great Gatsby. I when I heard the term flapper, I had no idea what that was. Like even reading in the book, I remember the teacher had to explain it. Well, well, really, you shouldn't have
0: known what it was. I mean, that should be something that at that age a teacher has to explain to you. In fact, if you did know what it was, (laughs) the teacher... Brian, can I see you after class? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Hello, Mrs. Chambers. Uh, We're going to need to have a conference.
0: No, my great-grandmother was a flapper. Look.
1: (laughs) But we have made it through... 2020, as everyone already knows, and 2021 is flying by, but we're just in the beginning. So let's let's keep our fingers crossed that we don't have to start bootlegging our booze, which I don't think will will happen at all.
0: So how do you measure your your summer months going by? Do you do it with hurricane season? Do you do it with like this whole Shark Week thing that everyone's into? How well, do you-
1: I, it's funny that you say that because Shark Week just kicked off. Right. It's it's going on or currently going on right now. I used to really get into Shark Week, but that was, now it's gotten, it's kind of a cult following type of thing now. It's like Shark Week, and everyone just knows about it, but I find it hard to find people that actually sit and watch all the Shark Week, all the Shark Week stuff. Are they really into it?
0: You need to call my aunt, because she is. Is she really into it? yeah, yeah. And if you're listening, uh, kudos to you for being super obsessed with Shark Week still. Rock on, (laughs) get that hat out. Oh, I'm okay,
1: gonna say, does she dress up and stuff? Pretty sure. And you, so I'm now picturing your aunt in one of those shark outfits on the couch, just like, like sipping the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, like the whole thing, and then just having like a little straw, like just sipping.
0: Bite them. Is that what it is? I've never actually seen. Well,
1: I've seen. It depends. Certain certain shows are based on certain things, right? It's so it's like some are shark attacks, some are informational type of things, or scientists that go out and tag great whites and things like that there's all kinds of shows out there and let us know honestly what is your favorite shark week show if you're into that
0: um, and, and God bless people that decide to become biologists and go do things like that, because I just couldn't imagine you know, What do you want to do when you grow up, Billy? Oh, I want to I want to tag shark fins. <laughs> no, just,
1: I want to tag great whites.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, OK, the deep, we're going to send you <laughs> off to Ohio now. It's just a very awkward, uh, awkward thing to decide to do. But but God bless them. I'm glad they're out there. Someone's got to do it, right? Some, evidently. Yeah.
1: But to answer your question, I, I guess I, I think hurricane season I measure I use to measure more of my seasons now and, and that's only because i'm an adult i don't have the you know we say summer but I, it, like summer is kind of like a two-week thing for me
0: are you as crazy as i am like are you a total prepper are you ready for a hurricane at any time
1: I, okay i, I want to say i'm not a horrible
0: we don't have to use the word horrible. Hang on I, a second. No, no, let's no, no. Okay. No, no,
1: no, no. All right. I guess maybe I shouldn't jump right to horrible. Back that butt stuff. Okay. Up. Fine. All right. Let, let's rewind a little bit. But I am not necessarily someone that is overly prepared, or I, I guess I don't even know how to put it. I, I have. We
0: have a kit. Keep on climbing out of that thing.
1: <laughs> we we have a kit. We have uh, batteries and flashlights and a little grill port. You know. And if it got, if something was kind of starting to come, we'd get the charcoal. We have lighter fluid, things like that.
0: I like the little grill. So you're a prepper, but you're a stay putter.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, just find a way to, or find somewhere where you can hunker down and just, you know, make it, make the best of it. And we are probably not as prepared as some, but we do have enough to at least get us by, you know, within a week or two. Now, as far as food prep goes and things like that, like, I'm, I'm just going to throw you under the bus because we are, you know, not like apocalypse prepared as far as hurricanes go and food and everything else.
0: You know, it's a funny thing. I'll, I'll speak to you from underneath this bus. That- <laughs> So often, so often it seems, winds up over my head on this show.
1: Like it, like grabbing my ankles from the bus. Come here.
0: Beat Richie. (laughs) So uh, I do, I do have a little bit of food and whatnot prepared. I I don't have enough water. I should really address that, actually. That's the one thing that everyone should just do, and and I'm bad about that. But I do have quite a lot of food. But I wonder, I've got these uh, big tubs of... I guess, freeze-dried, prepared, stored foods that you can keep in, in dry, warm storage for a long, long time. They last, like, 10 or 15 years or something. And it's basically enough food to feed my family for two months. Which it's, is great. It's I quite mean, a lot. I mean, it's quite a lot. Yeah, but I wonder. I wonder if, you know, you're going to pop one of those things open and it's actually going to be totally rotten crap, right? Because have I you, have no idea. Have you
1: ever eaten any of that? No, or I not Or you haven't. just get rid of it and then you restock?
0: Well, the, the responsible prepper would have a schedule where they go through and they then start to consume what they haven't had to use, right? And then replenish the supply as it goes and kind of do that on a calendar. I'm not quite that deep into the whole thing. I, I guess I should be because I own the food, so I don't want to let it go bad. I should eat it and all that, all that jazz. But my big question is, what do you do if you open it and it's like it was a bad batch or, or just, uh, you know, it was a shitty company that lied to you and the food actually does – go rotten, you're, you're toast, right? You spend all this time prepping, and I think the old-fashioned, like, bunker with cans is probably the best way to go when it really comes down to it.
1: Well, that's true, that's true. And a lot of people who are listening from across the globe, or the U.S., or wherever you're at, you may not have to deal with hurricanes, you know, lucky. But we also... Don't have to deal with, uh, you know, wildfires and, (laughs) and, you know, mountain mudslides and other things like that or snowstorms. I was about to say, whatever,
0: (laughs) Guffsison, break out the snow shovel. No, thank you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but in the south it's been especially around the gulf and, and the atlantic there's there's been a lot of development um the, the tropical storm recently of elsa that came through and it's it's wreaked havoc. It, it starts tornadoes it gets flash flooding i mean there's and it's not just the south that gets affected it goes up the eastern up the east coast oh, of course you know so there there are affected and I, we've seen in the past new york get hit by massive storms so being prepared is, is really something that everyone should do. I'm not as prepared as I really think I need to be, but I'm working on it.
0: It's always amazing to me, though, how many people, even smart people, you see doing very stupid things during emergencies. What's right? the dumbest
1: thing you've seen someone do? Buying a Tesla
0: as our main vehicle—that's that, that's a pretty dumb one for <laughs> evacuating from a hurricane zone. You know. Where are you gonna plug it in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're stuck in 13 hours of traffic on I-10 trying to get out of the city, and your battery goes dead. And saying, like, "Yeah, good luck with that supercharger, nail pal." Yeah, exactly. That's or you
1: know, one. or the generator is now used to completely charge your car. <laughs> I
0: don't think the generator is going to get you very far charging your car. And by the way, it runs on gasoline. So, <laughs> well done there. No, in, in, in all honesty. Um, Some of the things that that blow my mind are like the runs on the grocery stores where people buy just the most asinine crap.
1: Well, that's true. We did have the, even during the pandemic, people grabbed the weirdest shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, the toilet paper thing. Yeah, yeah, that was really weird. I can wipe my bottom for the next six months without it's like, are you serious, dude? How are you going (laughs) to flush the toilets or, what? you know, (laughs) hope you filled the
1: bathtub up for every person?
0: Yeah, it makes no sense, you know, or the people that go out and buy like tons and tons and tons and tons of liquor.
1: Do you think that people that buy that much alcohol during an emergency or where they're having to hunker down are actually drinking it? Or is it more like a hoarding thing, kind of like the toilet paper or uh, I don't even know what else. goes? I think it's a
0: total hoarding thing. I think that I think these emergencies trigger something deep in our psyche that makes us want to just, you know, hoard everything we can and be as prepared as possible all of a sudden without really thinking any of it through.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll use, I'll go outside and use a leaf and bury it or something. <laughs> you know, I'm not afraid to do that.
0: <laughs> but Brian, moving on from hurricanes, I am very, very excited for an announcement that you have for our listeners.
1: Yeah, I wanted to get to this in our first episode, but we had a special guest that we wanted to devote all of our time to him. We have won a scholarship to the Podcast Movement Convention in uh, this year um, in Nashville. It's going to be held in Nashville, Tennessee. And it's one of the largest podcast conventions, and it is a collaborative effort where you have keynotes and people from all areas of doing different podcast styles, uh, whether you're doing advertising, branding, uh, leisure, news, and, and sports, it doesn't matter, but you have a lot of different people coming together. It's a massive convention, and it's basically everything that you need to know about podcasting. And we won a scholarship.
0: I'm so excited. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of the show. Brian, I unfortunately, as you know, can't be there. I'm going to represent. You're going to have to represent. I definitely
1: will represent. And you guys are going to want to catch some video. I'm going to take some video. We'll post some pictures and things like that and let you know how it's going it's really a wealth of information but it's also a great way to meet even more people which is our what we're trying to do here now we're getting to go and really network in person with people that are doing similar things or find out how they're doing things and and how different
0: you know how special what we're doing is absolutely it's gonna be amazing to spread the word to spread news about our show to expand the neighborhood like we always try to do like you say if you're gonna be at the podcast movement convention please keep an eye out for mr chambers he will be wandering around you can find him by his neighbors don't knock emblems and or name tag if you're not gonna be there yeah keep an eye out for the stuff we're gonna post about it because it's gonna be really cool Brian, I'm really excited for you to be out there, man. No, it's
1: it's a. I'm really proud of the work that we've done with with the show. I mean, it's podcasters talking about podcasting, essentially, and it's in on a very, very large scale. What was really unique was when they they sent me uh, the email, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, "You guys have won a scholarship," and this, and I'm just like, "Wow," you know, because this is it's not really it's not a cheap thing to be able to go to. That's the only downside to something like this. You're getting. Three days of just all kinds of information. I feel like I'm gonna my brain's going to explode. It'll be on overload. But I also there's only thirty scholarships that were awarded. And this is a very large, very large convention that's going on, and yeah, with a
0: lot of entries. it's It's very, very cool. and, and anybody it that really knows... neat
1: for us to 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 win this scholarship specifically. But if you are wanting to know about podcasting, the benefits of podcasting or wanting to talk to us specifically about how we got started, we'd be happy to you know, let us know, uh, email us at admin at neighbors, don't or hit us up on social media. You know, I think it's wonderful and it's never too late to get into something like this.
0: So the idea of a podcast talking about podcasting. Is that sort of like when you're out to dinner and the conversation is about every other restaurant that you've been to for the past?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that makes the people at the restaurant you're at feel great. I'm sure the servers love it. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're not (laughs) spitting in your food. I had the most
0: wonderful meal. Oh, we're glad you liked it. No, no, not here. here. (laughs) It was so it was just down the street, actually. (laughs)
1: I, you know...
0: Have you been the Giuseppes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really interesting because it's such a wide range. Indeed, and Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah, we, we, well, we've talked about this. It's very different, and there's so many areas that you can go into. It's true, it, it's actually. It's not limited. That, that's what makes it really interesting to talk about with somebody else.
0: That is true. In fact, the number one question that I get from people that hear that we do the podcast and they want to know more about it, they ask what our theme is. Which tells me that, yeah, there's definitely a podcast for everyone, right?
1: Yeah, informing, entertaining, whatever they may be doing. Um, and, and that's why I'm most excited. Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting podcasting and sales to offer big media products at small business prices to learn more visit our facebook page or email us directly at admin at not and now
0: back to the show so early in the show you mentioned something that is always near and dear to my heart and that is summer movies the season of blockbuster movies and we're finally coming back
1: isn't it weird It's weird. We're in mid-July, and we're now talking about blockbuster movies and all of
0: this. You know, I have to admit, one of my favorite things to do, as some of our listeners already know, is go and sit in the theater, often on my own, and catch a movie. It has been a little weird being back in the theater, being back in those seats. It feels good. I hope it feels good, because I love being in the theaters. You know, I would have lost the bet as... uh, as I so often do.
1: <laughs> we have a couple bets going on, on the we side right do. now. One that I've already lost.
0: Is that our Star Wars bet? That's the one.
1: <laughs> we may we may circle around back to that.
0: That's the one. Yeah, let's not. So, you know, I, I would have lost the bet as to how many people would come flooding back. I'm surprised that the theaters are as empty as they are.
1: Well, the streaming wars have been a little bit crazy. They've almost gotten a little ridiculous. And this whole... You can get it on a premiere access for 30 days or whatever for the one price. Or, you know, HBO Max has been doing release as soon as it comes out.
0: But that's all gotta start coming to an end, right? I mean, all these, all these services, all these streaming services, they have their own content now that they're trying to push and they're putting more and more money into it. So the, the sort of benefit and desire for them to promote movies on that same platform in the same way that has to be dwindling as their content's ramping back up. Now that people can film, everything got delayed, right? The Game of Thrones prequel got delayed, The Witcher got delayed, blah, 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 blah. It goes on forever. I, I don't know.
1: I wonder, I'd be interested to see the margin lines where with all the finances are, to be honest. It's one of the few times you'll ever hear me say that. I'd love to see where the dollars are, are landing because... Are the services that people are really getting, are are they bumping up? Are they making more money doing that by everyone subscribing monthly to that? I mean, is it just long-term a better profit than what is happening with the movies? Because it may not change. You know, the other thing, this is the other thing to think about too. You were seeing more shows get pumped out over movies.
0: This is true.
1: And I don't know if that's because of the streaming or... And maybe now that they're seeing the success with it, they're just ramping it up like they do with everything when they say, oh, this works and let's do it all, you know.
0: Yeah, but let's face it. You're a young couple. You can't go out and do like your hand holding and your necking and stuff if you're in daddy's living room. So it makes a lot of sense to leave the house, go to the movies. If you're a family, yes, movies are expensive. It's true. It might be cheaper to stay home, spend the 30 bucks get that Disney release on Disney Plus.
1: Like five people can watch it at once, right?
0: Indeed. But you're also missing out on the experience of getting the hell out of the house. And I think that a lot of people really do like to get out of the house, have that family adventure to the movies. It's fun. It's different. The kids dig it. They love getting in the car. They love the excitement. They love picking out the candy and the popcorn.
1: I mean, the the smells alone, man. You just you walk in and the pop... I mean, my wife is is really... She could not be hungry whatsoever. And we go to a movie... Or when we went to movies, and she smelled that popcorn, she's like, "I gotta have
0: it." Oh, I'm the same way. I mean, you saw it when you and I went and saw Black Widow, right? I <laughs> I, I can't help but get the popcorn. Now it helps that movie theaters have adult beverages and things like that. They're becoming more of a rounded experience for a yeah,
1: girl. not just just not just the family or the 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 G rated you know experience. Not not that you should be drunk and things like that, because. There's nothing worse than someone who's talking during the movie or texting during a movie. Okay, so before we get out of here, what are some must-sees for you that are coming up? I mean, because there's there's a lot. I mean, we've had a year and a half of movies that have just been pushed back or put on hold. Do you have anything that's really— Well, yeah.
0: I mean, like we talked about with our first episode of the season, Top Gun Part 2 is an absolute must.
1: For us, absolutely. For us. Absolutely.
0: Ghostbusters, if it's coming this year, is that pushed to 2022 now? Or is I, I that...
1: believe it's supposed to be this year, but who knows? That'd be I mean, wonderful.
0: I'd love to see that.
1: What would be one for our audience that we would probably recommend going out to see, based on our inklings of how good it might be?
0: Well, I mean, we're dorky, so anything Marvel.
1: Well, that's true. We are, we are really, really dorky. That's why Ghostbusters and that. <laughs> but you know what? Jungle Cruise, man. I want to see Jungle Cruise. I'm
0: there. I'm totally in for Jungle Cruise. 100%. Give,
1: give me The Rock and Emily Blunt. I, I think it's going to be awesome. I honestly think that that's going to be great. Now, you saw Cruella. I have not seen that, and I know that's out.
0: I did see Cruella. I actually thought that it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed what they did with it. It is not a kid's movie. Little, little PSA right there. I brought my daughter. She is eight. She is too young. She enjoyed it, but I would not have made that decision had I known exactly how graphic the movie really is.
1: Oh, sweet. So anyone that wants to scare your children, you know, awesome, do that, or babysitters that don't
0: care, there you go. Yeah, I would take PG-13 pretty seriously with that one, but it was an enjoyable show. I recommend it.
1: Okay, cool. So there are definitely, and let us know what you guys have coming out, because I will say this, because not only are the movies back in session, but Broadway is supposed to be coming back this September, and it kind of the reason my thoughts went there is because dear Evan Hansen is being made into a movie. And I saw the trailer the other day and I almost cried. I mean, I cried during that 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 musical when I saw it live. And the movie, I think, is going to be amazing.
0: Well, we will have to check that out.
1: Yeah. You bring the tissues, man. I'm going to cry like a baby. So I'm excited for a lot. But let us know what you guys are anxious for so there you go that's that's what's going on with us man I, I think it's great you know we're we're halfway prepared for hurricanes both of us have a half maybe or maybe a, a third we're missing a third with our
0: doing. powers combined we can survive <laughs> a natural disaster with our
1: powers combined i dig it that's right and then also you know a big congrats i mean we're gonna pat ourselves on the back because we got that scholarship but we, can't, we couldn't have done it without you guys, so thank you very it's much. It's
0: true. Thank you for all of our listeners. We're going to keep this one short and sweet because we have so much good stuff coming this season. Again, be sure to check in every Friday. Next week, we have our sponsors coming in. I'll pass you on. That's going to be a great episode.
1: Oh, that's going to be awesome. You guys are not going to want to miss that. Also, subscribe, follow, like, and comment to Neighbors Don't Knock wherever you get your podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hit our goal of 5,000 plus subscribers so you can help us do that. Philip, I'll catch you next week.
0: Peace out.